Welcome to the second episode of Sports Car 365's Double Stint at Le Mans. I'm John DeGeese, joined by Davey Ouvenois for today's episode. How was your day, Davey? Hot. It's, it's really warm at the Circuit de la Sarthe today on, on Tuesday. Uh, lots of sun, uh, lots of people at the autograph sessions we will get in the moment. But it's good fun all around. Yeah, absolutely. While there were no cars on track, we had plenty of action at Circuit de la Sarthe. We had the autograph session, pit walk, a pit stop challenge, um, and more. You can check out all of the latest news and notes also on Sports Car 365 for all of the stuff going on behind the scenes here at Le Mans. Today also offered an opportunity to catch up with some various teams and drivers, and our team of uh, reporters ourselves at Sports Car 365 were busy in the paddock. We thought we'd share a few of those interviews with you today. Here's a quick soundbite from Mike Conway, who Davey caught up with in the afternoon to discuss his buildup in preparation for the race. Mike Conway, driver of the number 7 Toyota GR010 Hybrid here at Le Mans. Uh, first of all, really cool new helmet design. Your traditional yellow is sort of temporary gone and it's more of a, a white this time yeah it's like a kind of an off-white just because of the image that we have on the back I found like a, a starting image from 1968 I think and yeah for it to fit better the painter preferred it was more of a white so just went with it I let him uh, have full reign on on uh, kind of whatever he wanted to do really um, so yeah it's come out pretty cool I like it uh, it's quite different but I try to incorporate my design and add some little pieces that I'd wanted to do for a while uh, like on top my dad's he's uh, when he had go when he had a helmet racing go-karts his and he had his initials that style so I kind of did it did it like that made it look aged and um, yeah my daughter's name on the back recently born so so it was cool yeah and then it's a, it's a huge race. Le Mans is always a big race for you guys as well. But you know, hundred years, it doesn't get much bigger than that. So, do do you feel within Toyota as well? You feel the anticipation that this is sort of the one that everyone's been waiting for for the better part of probably three or four years now. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, you see the posters everywhere, and everyone's talking about the hundredth year, and um, it's important. But I don't know. It doesn't feel like any more pressure or anything like that to be honest I'm like more excited really about yeah having a Le Mans where we've got loads of guys that we're racing against that we've been racing against all year so it's kind of feeling different I would say since um, we rolled out from Sebring in yeah. first practice yeah. everyone being here so yeah and it's just kind of we've kind of got used to everyone being here now so I don't know it kind of feels normal but I know we know it's going to be a different Le Mans for sure yeah so, Davey, that was a pretty interesting chat there. Um, what did Mike have to say about his accident on, on Sunday? It was it was bodywork. As we saw on Sunday, it wasn't too consequential in terms of the the, uh, the, the, the damage and the car was out for session two. And he sort of seemed to explain that he came out of, I think, what we call the S's, the final corner before we go to Turret Rouge. And he, he just ran a little bit wide, and then he there's a curb on the exit there, which the camber is different from the track, and that basically he got on that curb, and then that basically pulled him onto the grass in that point the, the barrier is so close on the corner exit that that as soon as you get on that you're basically done for so it just hit the wall there and uh yeah like i said it was bodywork damage so the car was out but he said yeah not something you'd want to do but again it's it's only test day in that regard so better to get it out of the way now rather than do it in qualifying on the race or something 
Yeah, and the car did return for the afternoon session and set some competitive times, so no problems, no dramas there at Toyota. Although we did have an interesting um, video interview with Rob Loipen, the team director at Toyota Gazoo Racing um, for the WEC program. You can check that out on Sports Car 365. He had some uh, choice words about the balance of performance situation um, and the late BOP change um, prior to the test day that was um, outside of the regulations. So I'd urge you to check that out. Um, that was uh, one of our highlights of the day. Next, um, Davey, you spoke with WRT team principal Vincent Voss, uh, who not only has two cars in this year's race in LMP2, but is also actively working on the rollout plans for the factory BMW hypercar program that will debut in the 2024 WEC season. Here's what Vincent had to say. Vincent Voss, team principal for team WRT2 cars at Le Mans in the LMP2 category. As always, the classes stacked with so many strong teams and drivers uh what do you think sort of will be the determining factor to who will come out on top on uh, on sunday afternoon well it's always the same thing i mean of course <clears throat> you need the you need to have the the speed the pace but uh yeah the most important is to stay out of trouble and uh this is what we have seen last year i mean we lost or uh, we mo we lost two potential uh, class uh, winner in the first um, in the first turn so um, we know exactly what not to do um, and yeah I mean it's all third Le Mans uh, obviously we did a lot of uh, endurance races and, and 24 hour races in GT category but it's all third Le Mans in, in uh, LMP2 class which is a fantastic class uh, why is it fantastic because yeah, you do your job and you get reward. Uh, there is no, there is no BOP. I mean, it's always BOP is a nice, uh, it's a nice thing because it creates an incredible platform, uh, a category GT3. Uh, but yeah, sometimes we get a bit tired by this. Uh, only mentioning the name, we get a bit tired of it. Yeah. So an MP2 for that, it's in, it's an incredible class. It's. Um, something we are still quite new in I mean we we only got here in in 21 for our first year but uh, yeah we enjoy a lot yeah obviously this is your third race now here at Le Mans um, the, the big thing for WRT is of course what's going to be happening next year with with BMW M Motorsport and the um, the M Hybrid V8 the LMDH car you've had a couple of years of experience at Le Mans but how much now is it still about preparing for what's going to come next year at this race specifically i mean yeah of course you have to take you know all the, all the experience of bmw all the experience of wrt every member of the team experience and and, and this when you put this together and when you when you are able to to stick that uh, together uh, uh, you create a very strong you create a very strong team um, and uh, but there are still a lot of work there are still uh, a lot of things to do in front of us before our first race next year with the and the H car um, we are preparing we will be uh, we did our rollout last week uh, with the first uh, test car we did uh, we will do our first test uh, um, very soon now um, and yeah everything will be preparation now so uh, 
we still have a championship to win, a championship mm -hmm. to fight for, yeah. which is the LMP2 weight championship. But of course, we have also this preparation, which is very important yeah. for us. Well, that's quite intriguing. Um, what else did Vincent have to say about the, the timeline for the BMW rollout um, from WRT's perspective? Um, it lines up with what we heard from BMW and Motorsport boss Andreas Russo. We spoke to at the Nürburgring 24 a couple of weeks ago, who very much indicated that the, the main testing would be after the 24 hours of Le Mans. Well, that lines up with what we heard. Uh, I pressed Vincent a little bit on where that test exactly would be. He didn't quite want to answer, but uh, eventually he uh, admitted to me that it's going to be Motorland Aragon in, uh, in Spain is where that test is going to be, the first test of that car. Yeah, and the first time that this car is tested back in Europe since the early stages of that program when, when BMW Team RLL um, handled the testing duties, I believe, in Italy at Verano before, and I think a couple other places in, in Spain and, and Portugal before they took it all to stateside. So that'll be interesting to follow in the next couple weeks and, and presumably the, the buildup for the, the European program and, and certainly another new factory entrant in the WEC in 2024. So as we're getting to the end of today's uh, episode, any other impressions from, from the course of today, Davey? Um, well, I don't know if it's, it's it, you can hear it in the background as we're recording this, but there's a bit of a party atmosphere outside. This is, I believe, the podium ceremony for the Pit Stop Challenge, which got a lot of fun, basically. Yeah, it is what the name says. Basically, the teams have a competition to see who can do the quickest pit stops. And it's a point of pride because I was at Toyota earlier today when I spoke to Mike Conway and as I was talking to Brandon Hartley, um, Toyota had been the quickest and then Persia <laughs> jumped to the top and they were slightly annoyed with that, that they were beaten out. Another of the... The pit walk it was super busy. There was a really long queue for the Garage 56 Hendrick Motorsports car with um, Mike Rockefeller, Jim and Johnson and Jensen Button. That seems to be a very popular uh, car with the people of, of Le Mans. So, yeah, it, this perhaps a bit more of a fun day before the serious stuff um, starts here tomorrow. Yeah, we've got free practice kicking off activities for the 24 Hours of Le Mans cars at 2 p.m. local. Um, then we have qualifying that will help set the grid for Hyperpole on Thursday evening. And then free practice, too, um, to top off the, the activities later in the evening. I know we had the test day to, to go by um, with, with the times and everything from, from all the cars. Any predictions on what we can expect um, heading into to, heading into the official sessions? I think we're going to see times tumble. Uh, I think teams rarely show their full hand in, in test day and especially if we get closer to high before I really think we're going to see quicker and quicker lap times. It's always traditionally sort of the case when they start to you know, speed up. Uh, so at this point I don't want to do any predictions about the running order because it seems to be really 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 close but yeah expect quicker lap times over at least tomorrow as well. Yeah, I think everybody's eyes are going to be glued on the hypercar um, situation and maybe who plays the first hand and, and, and dropping down below 329s and what we saw on, on during the test day. Obviously there's more speed to come for these cars. Um, they were in the 324s, I believe, in, in Hyperpole last year. So we can expect something around that in, in optimum conditions. It'll certainly be interesting to see and uh, looking forward to all of that tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow as well for a rundown of free practice and qualifying. In the meantime, be sure to check out Sports Car 365 for all of the latest on-the-ground coverage from our team, my, myself, Davey, and, and Dan Lloyd, from here at Circuit de la Sarthe at Le Mans. Until tomorrow, take care.